I want to welcome all of you that are watching online today. This is our second service at House of Hours Ministries online. And we're trying to say that we're going to keep with the Sabbath, whether there is a building or not, because we serve a God who's beyond the building. We serve a God who's above uh, the church. That's what we're talking about in the past uh, scriptures we're reading. We're saying that our God says that the Sunday, the Sabbath day, is holy to him, so we should keep it holy. So this morning, we're all just going to gather together and listen to what God is saying to us on this Sabbath day. Uh, I, I preach all in the wonderful name of Jesus, and I'm hoping that you're all woken up and are ready to hear the word. And those of you who are going to hear it later, fair and fine. But um, I'm just grateful that God has given us opportunity to still speak his word, because if you look at the Bible, where we're coming from, um, the Pharisees were questioning Jesus why the disciples were picking uh, corn heads uh, uh, on a Sabbath day because it looked like they were harvesting uh, and, and surely they were not supposed to do that because they were breaking the way, they were breaking the way that everybody lived by, they were breaking the laws of Moses that everybody followed. Uh, and it, it was telling that in those days then people just lived by the word. They had their mistake and their errors, they had their faults like everyone else, but they lived by the word. And, and, and they didn't realize that the word himself had come, Jesus had come. Uh, Jesus was the word and, and the word could never have been wrong. And those who began to follow the word like the disciples somehow recovered because they were following the word now. And, and a, a new anointing had come that gives us a greater anointing, not to be above the law of Moses, but to follow it still, but be anointed above its abilities. Uh, when we say we trust in God that we live by the word, then we don't have to worry about the laws of Moses, because if we follow the word, we'll keep them anyway. So, so it is about the word that we want to believe in. And I want to talk to believers this morning because of the situation we're going on all over the world. This virus attacking us and making us stay indoors. We're in lockdowns and all those things. And many people are depressed. The business people are so depressed. The, the doctors are so depressed. They're so scared because they're the front line. The nurses, they're the front line. And we need to begin to stand up and pray as people of God in the faith that we know that if we pray, God is going to answer our prayers. That's why I'm saying this morning, I'm speaking to believers because it is easy to say you believe. It is easy to join the club and say, I'm a believer. And yet belief and faith is personal. You know, you could really know it in your heart and believe that you know you believe. I'm not religious about my God. I believe that God is and God is able. I'm a Christian, I'm Christ-like. So I want us to, 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 to blow away the spirit of fear and begin to stand where we are and begin to command and pray and declare because that's what God has assigned us to do. As we're going to see in our message today, where I'm really focusing on us living beyond fear. We've got to live beyond fear. We've got to live in our faith. Uh, and, and so we're going to read scriptures that will try and encourage us. So our first scripture is going to come from Luke chapter 8 and verse 24, um, where the disciples woke up saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and the raging waters, and the storm subsided, and all was calm. Jesus spoke, and all was calm. Jesus spoke, and all was calm. I wonder how he spoke. I believe he spoke. He was the word. The word is faith. The word is powerful. The word does what it says it should do. And he spoke it 
And because of the power and the anointing on Jesus, the, the unseenfulness of Jesus, Jesus, that way there's so much power that what he said happened immediately. It stopped because of, of his sonship. Now, he asked the disciples in verse 25, where is your faith? In, in fear and in amazement, they asked one another, who is this? He commanded even the winds and the water, and they obeyed him. It was amazing for the disciples to understand and see that he is a man amongst them who can say something and speak the word of God, and the word of God does exactly as what he said. And remember the word had come to teach us the word. The word became flesh and dwelt among men so that it could give us an example of how to live. And we live by that faith, we live by that word. And and he was beginning to teach the disciples to take to 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 to, to remove the spirit of fear because he would have asked them, why are you fearful? But he didn't want to ask that way. He said to them, where is your faith? Because if faith comes in, you wouldn't be fearing the way you are right now. So so spirit of fear is not ours. It's not our portion. It's not what God has given us. In Mark chapter 4, verse 38, Jesus was in the stand, sleeping in a cushion. It's, in, it's, the, it's the version in, in, in the book of Mark. The disciples woke up, woke him up and said, teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up and rebuked the wind and said to the waves, quiet, be still. Then the wind died down and was completely calm. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? So, so, so afraid means we have no faith. Afraid means you 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 are scared there's no way that is giving you power there's no there's no there's no promise of god that you believe in that makes you believe there's no word in the bible that you can open and make you believe and stand on to say this thing that is attacking us is going away in the name of jesus david said lord god almighty like a smoke is blown away by the wind please blow the power of the enemy away blow it away and, and and if I'm praying that in faith, in, in believing that the word of God shall do exactly what it says it do, surely God, blow this thing away. Blow it from our homes. Blow it away from our companies. Blow it away from the world. Blow it away. We don't deserve it in the name of Jesus. Blow it away. We will stand and pray in our homes and pray in faith because we, we believe in a God that is, that is, that is um, alive. Like I said, the opposite of fear is faith. Now, if you do not have faith, you you have you re, you leave a void for fear. Uh, so the only way you can close that void of fear is just by having faith. And 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 one of the channels of fear is unbelief. So if if you don't believe, you you find yourself fearful. If you don't believe, therefore, if you believe in nothing, that means something will make you fearful. So so in Second Timothy one seven. Uh, the Bible says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And I love that scripture so much because it speaks to us in a great way. Fear is a spirit. It's, it's, it's a spirit. Uh, God has not given us that spirit. So the, the easiest way for Satan to make us uh, um, receive his attacks or accept his attack is to put fear around us because we cannot defend ourselves if we're fearful. We'll just be fearful and, and just die away. Uh, but, but God did not give us that spirit of fear. He gave us the spirit of power. You know, we, we have the power of God.
Uh, many people suffer from anxiety disorder. It is a mental health disorder characterized by feelings of excessive worry. Fear promotes other disorders like depression and, and panic attacks. So you, you see how Satan would come in and, and give us fear so that he really attacks us to the point where we feel hopeless and we can't rise up and do what we're trying to do. Now people fear when they feel anything they, 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 that they feel is dangerous or threatening to them. <clears throat> it always comes to all of us. If somebody just pops up from nowhere in the dark, certainly adrenaline rises up and you're fearful. But it's, it's how you quickly put your mental state and how you begin to believe who you are and what you believe in at that time that works for you or doesn't work for you. Because when things like this, it's time when we dig down, dig into our inner man and find out who we are in the inner person. And if we've got a great inner person, the outer man is going to follow what the inner man is believing in. And and I, I want your inner man to really believe the word. He can only survive by the word. He lives by the word. He is the spirit of God. God breathed his, his breath in you. And, and, and he's attached to you through that spirit man. That spirit man, all he knows is the word of God. Without the word of God, he's just quiet. And, and your mind and your flesh will speak to you greater than your spirit man. You, you know, mind creates situations that are fearful and you begin to think and worry and, and tension rises around you. But when you tap into your spirit man, you find that um, a great thing happens to you. Uh, I remember at one time, uh, 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 I visited a church in UK uh, where my sister goes to and, and, and their pastor, an amazing man of God, uh, um, he spoke the word about guarding your heart and, and, and he so put it beautifully that, you know, what is in your heart, what, what word is in your heart, whatever you believe in your heart, you will live. Whatever you feel in your heart, you will do. Whatever you know in your heart, you, you will act like it. And, and so it's, it's important for us to guard our hearts, the Word of God in our hearts, because it makes us do things around us. It makes us act in a certain way, because in our hearts we believe in, in our hearts we have faith, and, and we do things according to that way. So we won't find ourselves having fear around us. So um, uh, um, the Bible says that, uh, Paul is teaching us that instead of fear, we must know that we have the spirit of power. Uh, that's that's the word dunamis, and and it means the ability, the the mighty wonderful works that is in us. We we have mighty wonderful works. If we just speak them, they're not carnal. That they're, they're not physical. They're spiritual. If we believe in the spiritual realm, we, we control the spiritual realm in our prayers and God will begin to work his power and begin to fight the miracles that are around for us. God is a God of miracles. Don't forget that anything can happen when you, when you call upon the name of the Lord. So, so he's telling us to have that power and, and to have that love and also to have a sound mind. So, so the discipline of your mindset is what is required here right now. So uh, your mindset, if it's not disciplined, it will give you many pictures of doom. But if it's, if it's controlled by the word of God, it will show you prosperity and that God is able and give you a, a revelation of what God can do, make you see things in your inner man 
in your spiritual realm that God can do and God can do those things if we pray them down here on earth. He says his will will be done on earth as it is in heaven by us because we are the lords on this earth and we should pray it into being and we need to be doing it so because this is the time to do it. In Isaiah in the book in 35 in verse 3 it says strengthen the feeble hands, strengthen the feeble hands, steady the knees that give way. Say to those with fearful hearts, be strong, do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance, with divine re retribution. He will come to save us. Uh, so read the scripture and be strengthened. If you believe in the word of God, as I believe in it, as many believe in it, I tell you that if we believe, whatever we believe in, God will do for us. Whatever we believe and say and pray, God will do for us. So, you know, this, this word I believe in, and I believe, I want to tell you that God is coming to save us. God is coming to save us in this time. We're going to pray and God is going to come and save us. Look, God is going to come and save us. I believe that. I don't know who is a believer. I, I, I don't have a space where I can put anything otherwise, but that I believe what God is saying, that he will save us. And many are crying, many pastors are calling him, many churches are calling him, many men and women of God are, are down on their knees at this time calling him. God will hear our cry and he's going to save us. So why don't you join those that are praying? Why don't you become even greater in numbers and pray so that we pull this thing that is violating us down in the name of Jesus. Now, this is what God commanded Joshua. He did not ask him. He commanded him. It was a command given to Joshua when he was taken over from the, 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 the mantle of Moses. God says in Joshua chapter 1 verse 9, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. He's telling Joshua that, Joshua, don't put these things in your heart. I don't want to see you uh, discouraged. I don't want to see you uh, terrified. You must you must have faith because I, I'm going to be with you. And if I'm on your side, who can be against you? So I believe God is with us as we call him. We shouldn't be terrified. We shouldn't be discouraged. No matter what we see, no matter what we hear, we shouldn't be terrified or discouraged. We must keep our mindset right and pray and declare that we are believers. Nothing moves us. Do not be moved by anything, Joshua. Just stand and believe in the word of God. He says, meditate on it day and night. And Joshua, for his strength, he had to do that. And the reason why he had to do that is because it made him successful. We're going to be successful in this time. We're going to be successful in prayer and everything that we're doing in the name of Jesus. Now, in Matthew 6.33, Jesus says to us, but seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has its trouble of its own. And, and he goes on to tell us how, he, how, how, how bears don't worry about what they're going to eat because God is going to give them that food. They don't scratch their heads about tomorrow. The, the beds are not having a meeting or, or a lockdown like we're having right now. They, they're the happiest animals flying all over. Right? They have no worry because they have not opened the door of fear. And, and that disease can never come to them because it's, 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 it's just that that's who they are. And, and they live in that environment without fear. 
See, I want us to be in our homes because we are knowledgeable. I want us to be in our homes because we understand. I want us to be here because we fear God and we understand what he's saying. But as we fear him, we call him the son and declare war against the principalities and qualities and powers that are fighting us because God is on our side. God is on our side. So we seek the things of the kingdom first. And then everything follows. So today is kingdom time. Today is kingdom day. And we're going to seek his word and his things and the way he does things. And surely this is going to follow us in the name of Jesus. I want to go down again and read some verse 23, verse 4. Everyone knows this one. We, we sing it all the time. We say it all the time. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear not of you for, for you are with me. And your rod and your staff will comfort me. But every time I read that scripture deeper, I really want to be understand or try and visualize what David was saying. And and I always look at it this way. The reason he prayed was because he did not want to be in want. He, he did not want to lack anything he needed. He did not want that. So he was praying his God because he did not need those things or those moments. He talks about knowing that God had restored his soul. He, he God has got the power to restore his soul. Because sometimes you feel weak, sometimes you feel low, sometimes you feel defeated, but God has the power to restore your soul, your mindset, how you think, how you go about things. God has got the power. So we're going to pray that prayer, God, give me the power, the mindset to understand where I am, the season I'm in. Give me the power to go through the season, to take it like a spiritual person and fight the battle in prayer and see where you're taking us. I know we're going to have victory in the name of Jesus. So God can restore his faith and his ability to do what he needs to do. He, he knows that God can always restore my faith because my faith is always challenged. So all of you who have a faith that is challenged right now, I'm praying that in the name of Jesus, let it be resuscitated. You begin to stand up and begin to know that you are faithful servants of God. God is going to use you as vessels of honor in this time and this season. You don't need to be seen. Wherever you are, you pray and God sees things. And he says, because of what you're doing when it's hidden, I'm going to lift you up. To the world so that the world can see that this is really who you are because if you're that person surely you'll be that person everywhere you go it's not just because now there's a virus that you want to pray no you're always praying because every day is a is a special day to, to god and you one of those people who know that you know honor the sabbath day because god made it holy so when i go to church on a sunday i know what i'm gathering for for moments like this so that when we split away i still have power so i'm always joking and saying next time we have a service on sunday i expect a full house because it's a privilege to be a church because when you're all alone like this it seems like everything is losing but church is so important to give us the power and i believe you wouldn't be where you are if you're not a church goer. You're where you are because you go to church. You're always among people who speak the same truth with you. So that is very powerful. So, But the power is still in your house because it is in you. The faith is in you. The strength is in you. So rise up and don't fade and begin to preach and uh, sorry, pray the word of God. I want to go down as I'm ending now in, in, in the book of Romans chapter 8, 15. It says, because you did not receive the spirit of, 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 of that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship, the one that Jesus had when he stopped the, the storm. He, he knew he was a son of God. You know you're a daughter of God. You know you're a man of God. You know you're a woman of God. You know you're a child of God. So stand up and speak. 
because he's not given us that spirit that puts us into slavery of fear he's given us a spirit that makes him call him our father our father what in heaven we hallow your name what are the names of god who is he what he can do he's the great i am anything that easy is and i know that you know you're calling a god that is able a god that is that makes things happen uh, i don't doubt god every day when i wake up because i believe i'm a miracle myself when i look at myself and begin to pray that i woke up in the morning and i'm not connected to anything and god keeps just doing that for me every day sleeping me waking me sleeping i'm not he just makes it happen he just makes my heart tick he just makes my lungs move he's giving me a special skin that no one can make he's giving me these eyes that are so made of so much sophisticated material i'm just i'm just a complication and a miracle when i try and look at myself so this god that created me this god that created me he can protect me he knows who i am he knows what i'm made of he knows what to take away from my path so that i don't get harmed so i'm going to trust him because he's he's my creator he is my god his spirit is in me so i don't have that spirit that makes me fear i got to have the spirit that makes me call my father our father what in heaven we hallow your name so i'll end up with this this scriptures in in the book of peter second peter chapter 1 verse 3 he says his divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness through this, he, he, he has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature and escape the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. For this reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness. Add goodness to your faith to, and, and, and says to goodness, add knowledge. I spoke about the knowledge that God has given us through the seven spirits of God. We need to know. We need to understand. And it says, uh, and to knowledge, self-control. I, I always believe when you know something, it's easy for you to, to think and, and be stable in it because you understand what you need to do to come out of it. If you have knowledge, you don't panic. If you don't have knowledge, that's when you panic. But but learn to start from the beginning where we started, that you, you're going to have faith. And then you, you, you add to those things that, that you have self-control, self-control, perseverance, and perseverance uh, uh, to godliness. Sorry, I'll read that again. For this reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness. So the basic of, of everything we start from is, is faith. If we start with faith, then we add on our faith. Because when you have faith, you begin... To look at things differently you can begin to to add because you can see what the Word of God can do you begin to see further than where you are because the basic of where you're starting from is the word and the promises of God and he's speaking about them at the beginning as he's speaking in the scripture he, he says in verse 4 again though through this he has given us his very great and precious promises See, he's given us these promises and God is going to keep his promises. So we need to add to our faith, goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness. That's where I'm calling us to be godly. 
to add godliness into our lives, to understand that we follow what God says we should do. If Sunday is a precious day, we will always stay together and make Sunday a day that is holy. We are making this day holy today. We are adding to our faith godliness. And, and I love it when we do that because we are keeping in unity. Nothing will divide, divide us as a church. I'm speaking of holistically, the whole church of God. And nothing will, will divide, divide us as ministries, as visions that God has given in different areas, parts of the world. And for sure, harvesters, nothing will divide us because we have the love of God. We know what we stand for. Even if this thing has come around us, we're going to still keep ourselves insane and, and flow through this and see and have all ideas of how we can go through this. And I want us to communicate through whatever media we have so that everyone says what they feel we should do so that we keep united and strong. And the basis of it all is just our word. And we live in this word. We live by this word. We do what the word says we should do. We hold our hands together you will see and I promise you we will go through this and God will be our victory. I end up with the scripture in 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 8 and it says for if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, the qualities that we spoke about about faith, increasing the faith with all those qualities that are added to it as Paul was saying, goodness, self-control, perseverance, if we keep on doing that in increasing measure there's a result because they keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of your Lord Jesus Christ. The key thing is that how much do we know our Lord Jesus Christ? If we have limited knowledge about him, limited uh, accessibility to him, if we limit ourselves toward Jesus Christ and not believe in him and know who he is in our lives, then many things will be ineffective in our lives. But if one have effect, believe in Christ. And Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior and is going to do great things for us. And I want us to believe and know that God is going to help us in this time. Now, if there's anybody out there listening to me who has not made the Lord Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, I want to pray with you this morning and declare to you that the God that you need right now, the God that has to remove fear from you, is the God that we can pray for together. And I know that a spirit and anointing will come into your life, into your heart, and change the way you see things because God makes you see things in a different way. If you're here this morning, I want to pray with you this morning and I declare that God, God loves you and God will help you where you are. Just raise up your hand where you are if you're listening because you need God at this time. Maybe fear is just traumatizing you, but today you receive faith because you've heard what the word of God says for you. <clears throat> God wants to connect with you. So raise up your hand and say this, say, Father, I give my life today to you, O God of glory. And I declare that I'm inviting you to be Lord over my life. My Father, I surrender everything that I am and I call your spirit to come and guide my life. That I dedicate my spirit to your spirit, that they become one. And you teach me to show me your ways. Jesus Christ, I accept you as my savior right now. Save me from where I am. I receive you as my mentor. I receive you as my guide. I receive you as a spirit of life around me. Thank you for accepting me. Thank you for, for giving me this moment. I receive you in the grace of God. Amen. I want you to know that at this point in time, God is for us. And all of us, including you, we're standing together up from this day, praying and declaring what God is going to do for us. And I know we're going to meet soon and give God the glory.
God, God be with you. Amen. We trust you enjoyed today's message. We are so grateful that you officially become a homie. If this message pleased you in any way, please feel free to partner with us by sowing a seed into our ministry. Our banking details should pop up onto the screen right about now. We're so glad to have you as part of our family as we help us in our souls. Should you want to get in touch with us, we are available on WhatsApp and all social media platforms. Thank you for partnering with us. Until next time, and remember, homies know how to harvest. Get ready for your harvest.